Welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. This is Captain Jeff. In today's episode, the Boca Bash and the River of Trash. We have Norm Beckoff, special guest. I hope you like this episode on the Real Guy Podcast. Clear the airwaves. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Boca Bash every single weekend. And everybody freaks out about Boca Bash. Boca Bash. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Go to Marine Stadium on any weekend, and it's exactly the same as Boca Bash. That's true. Every single, every single weekend, without fail. There's more people that speak English at Boca Bash. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> it's pretty much the same. Yeah, otherwise, it's the same. Boca Bash in the River of Trash. It's pretty much. Dude. So, okay. So, Boca Bash happens, and um, my cousins bought that 33 salt shaker walk around. So, he's been coming in every two or three weekends to use it. He's going to ship it up to Massachusetts next week. So, we went out to Shooters Sunday night at about six-ish. Yeah. Got on the boat from Lighthouse Point heading south towards Fort Lauderdale to go to Shooters. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Boca Trash that was at the Boca Bash in the River of Trash were all leaving. Well, not all, but a lot of them were coming, heading north. Once we got north, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, heading south. Once we got south of Lake Santa Barbara, it thinned out fairly nice, but it was still Sunday. Oh, yeah. But the amount of trash in the water never ends. It's just a solid river of trash. From Boca all the way to Port Everglades. It, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Now, These I'm, people have no regard whatsoever. It's And it's not just from the Boca trash that was at Boca Bash. No. It's just trash. It's, 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 it's just it's, never stops. Yeah, it's constant. And I just don't understand how there can be thousands, thousands of people supposedly all in love with the water are willing to spend ridiculous amount of their income on their boats and jet skis and pontoons and all that i didn't hear one person complain about the trash nothing they just went swimming in it nobody said anything about it nothing same thing with same thing with the beachgoers beachgoers are the same way okay you get a you get a bunch of people down here on spring break you get or you have an event on the beach Okay, and everybody loves the beach. They want to go to the beach. They want to be on the beach. Okay, and what do they do? They leave their trash on the beach. Even the ones that don't leave their trash. I'm not trying to make anybody a villain here. But what you're willing to put up with. Boca Bash is all about getting in the water, in the intercoastal, in Boca. Can you imagine? I would be, I, I, I don't understand. It's that and the triangle. Those two places, I would never go in the water. I wouldn't go in the water in the triangle if you paid me. No. And if you, for, the, for those of you guys who don't know what the triangle is, the triangle is the, the, ma- the mouth of the New River here in Fort Lauderdale that intersects with the intercoastal. And there's a sandbar there, and people actually swim there, even though there is reports that come out weekly that show that the fecal matter, the fecal bacterial level... There are literally turds floating between their toes, and they don't even know it. 40% of all the water here in Broward County on any given week... It's disgusting. ...can't pass 
the parts per millions for fecal bacteria levels. I'll tell you what. Here's how. Here's how obtuse. Obtuse. These people are. Is that a color? Uh, it is. Okay. <laughs> obtuse. Okay. I don't even know. All right. I'm just. I'm here to tell you right now. When was the last time you saw a pump-out boat running in Fort Lauderdale? No, rarely. Very rarely. When? Okay. I can tell you I see one maybe once a week. I see the little guy like on the Carolina Skiff. That's not a pump out boat. Oh, it's that's not? that's that's the guy that empties um that empties the pump out stations uh that the city has. Okay. Okay. That's a different guy. I'm talking about the pump out boats. They pull up to your big yacht. You've been partying on that boat all week. People okay? Take- you've packed you've packed the gray water tank. Okay? And that guy comes up and he hooks up a hose and he sucks it out. Okay? And you're dry. When was the last time you saw one of those? I haven't seen one. Okay? I did a trip. I did an inland trip. You're going to like this. Okay? Because it's exactly what you're talking about. I did an inland trip. A guy um, needed to know how long it would take to go from the west side of the Isle of Venice down to the port and back. Okay? So he hired me to take him and a couple of his buddies and go do that trip and time it. Okay? I got down to the end of the Isle of Venice, where his new place was. This guy bought this condo sight unseen. Okay? Anyway, so he gets on the boat, and the place stinks to high heaven. The boat or the water that the okay? boat's floating the in? Okay, the water. The water was just absolutely atrocious. All right? I mean, it was awful. Straight sewage. I don't know where it was coming from. My guess is with, with all the liverboards and stuff back there, somebody was dumping in there. Okay? Probably. Well, I would imagine the majority of people are dumping in there. Absolutely. we don't see the pump out boat right. every day. Right. And, they, and they, have been, they have been for years. It's no, it's no secret. You okay? Do, you do know that my mom was on the news in 1978 when they made the liverboards um, legal to live there. And was bitching and moaning about the same exact issue in 1978. Yeah. Which just goes to show you how the government has, has neglected it, the neglected. issue. And, we'll, and as far as what I can tell, we're going to continue to neglect the issue. Yeah. Well, so anyway, so we did the trip, mm-hmm. dropped him back off at the Isle of Venice, and on the way back to my dock, I wrapped a blue tarp around my prop. A tarp. You mean you okay? ran one over? I ran one over and wrapped it around the prop, okay? Pulled the boat out of gear, and when I did, the throttle linkage broke, okay? The boat stuck in forward, forward, in the water, which I'm not about to do, okay? Uh, I had another guy with me. He's like, let's just go put the hook down. We'll, we'll cut the engine off. Let's put the hook down at the sandbar. I'm like, dude. I said, I'm not, I, I'll, I'll, I'll lose a thumb, <laughs> Okay, I'm not getting in that water. There's no way I'm going to get in that water. Okay, so instead of getting in that water, I took the chance and we ran the boat down to Cable Marine. And right before we got to the dock, I just turned the engine off. Okay, and it we came to a complete stop right there at the dock and nice soft landing and bam, there it was. Okay, but you know what? Because some slob was lazy and he let his tarp go. Into the intercoastal waterway, that cost me $1,400. $1,400. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, I mean, at any given point, you were at risk of something like that out there. This and, stuff comes home to roost, though. So anytime you're anytime you're working, uh, you know, whether you're working on a boat or you know you're working at a house or you get a construction job going, that's probably where that tarp came from. Right. Okay. Uh, Use anytime you have an electronic device that has to be updated, do it because if you don't and you let it go, there's usually it, the, the number of updates begin to pile up, right? Okay, and your device never works right after, yeah. Well, dude, anytime, anytime you go out on the intercoastal ropes sheets of plastic the stuff that comes off the commercial marinas yeah insane insane like they make everybody use that uh white or not blue plastic you know that you walk on and stuff so you don't ruin the deck and everything Mm -hmm. how much of that shit do you see in the intercoastal every single day that's that's what i pulled that's what we pulled off the off the bottom of the boat every single day so bulk of ash okay it's uh call it 10 o'clock at night and we're traveling back to Lighthouse Point. Yeah. And it's that big tide. Yeah. It's it, been big. Big tide, right? Yeah. So, And we got this west wind. Mm-hmm. Which is blowing all the trash and crud to the east side of the intercoastal. And as the boats are going by and making wakes and it's going in people's backyards and docks. Yeah. They're docks. The ones with the planks on them. Yeah, yeah. We're basically working as like a pool strainer. Right, right. For all the trash. Sure. So as we're coming home, everybody's dock and everybody's backyard. Loaded. Is just covered with trash. Yeah. That came from the intercoastal. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. And the lady from the Sun Sentinel called me and wanted me, to, wanted my, uh, you know, if I went to Boca Bash and what I knew and I told her to go look, you know, online and that kind of thing. But do you think the Sun Sentinel might have mentioned? No. The river of trash? Why would they? That Boca Bash was going on because Why would they? because there's thousands of people Crazy. hanging out in the trash in the water and don't seem to care. No, one one don't, little bit. You know they can't they they can't report the fact. So I mean, you know. so what have you been doing a lot of work to your boat, man? I got to tell you something. It has been you know well since since that incident since I wrapped the tarp around it. Okay, I've been I had planned on doing the annual. Maintenance, okay? You got to do your annuals, okay? Right. And long story short, uh, of course, I was already into it for $1,400, and I replaced my clutch cable. Uh, And uh, we had planned to do a whole bunch of stuff to the boat, you know, mechanically. You know, the annual stuff is stuff like, you know, changing out your impeller, um, douching out your heat exchanger and, and, and your gear cooler and changing lines and changing hoses and, you know, uh, redoing the, the coolant. Just It's a whole bunch of stuff that you should do uh, at least once a year. Uh, and so we plan to do that. And uh, so we just recently got done with that. And um, I just got somebody uh, on the horn and got somebody to detail the boat because I haven't, you know, I don't, the, the boat works all the time. So, I mean, I, I can't keep it in pristine condition. How many hours a year are you putting on that boat, you reckon? 
Not as many as I should because it's a working boat. Are you talking about hours? Working hours? Working hours. Working hours? Oh. Let me think about that. It's probably about 900 to 1,000. Right around 1,000? Somewhere, somewhere in that range. Somewhere in that range. Now, do you think you'd have to do more maintenance to that, maintenance to that boat if it wasn't running 1,000 hours a year or less? It depends on what it is, okay? Because the worst thing for a boat is for it to sit idle. Right. Okay? Because you got all the you got gaskets, you got impellers, you got all kinds of stuff that has to constantly move. Right. Okay. So um, I would say that it, it, it's you probably have to put as much into it, but it's just in a different way. Different services. Okay. For, just for different services. Right. Exactly. Okay. So yeah. So what do you know about the cruise ships? The cruise ships. Um, I've heard some reports. That the cruise ships are going to run starting in May. I don't know whether or not take that's passengers. true. Yes. Take passengers. Yes. I don't know whether or not that's true. Well, what about the cruise ships that are going in and out of port now? Both Fort Lauderdale or Port Everglades and Government Cut. Yeah, yeah. They're going in and out of port. Yeah. Do you think that's to keep all the systems running? Um, they're mostly bunkering fuel and, and, and taking on provisions and that kind of thing. That's really all it is. Because it's weird. To watch them go in and out of the government cut. It's like watching ghosts move. Right. And I'm like, I'm yeah. thinking to myself, they probably have dockage contracts, and then it's probably better to keep those boats on and moving as opposed to let them just sit still and get cold. I, You know, I, 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 I would think the same thing applies regardless as to the size of the boat, you know? I mean, any boat that just sits is just... Ask. You know, you got to remember something. All a boat is is it's a machine in the water, Okay. And everything about that boat has to be maintained, especially in salt water. Right. Okay. So if it's not maintained, if it's not run, if it's not used in some capacity on at least a modicum of a regular basis, it's going to rot. Okay. Just a wealth of vocabulary. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So, yeah. so, so wait, you want to do an episode about your dogs? Dude, you got to have your dogs. Okay. All right. Get what, what's your definition of your dog? A dog is somebody that you can rely on. Okay. Okay? And it's very basic uh, definition is somebody that you can rely on. And if you don't have your dogs, okay, it's going to be very difficult for you to do business even if you're not a – even if you're not commercial, okay? You're – you know, and you see these guys that don't have dogs. There's guys that don't have dogs. They're all over the place. And luckily for them, they got the internet. And you see them on South Florida fishing. What's everybody catching? What's the latest bait? What are they, you know, what's running? Where are they running? How far out? You know, and, and what they're looking for is they're looking for dogs. They're looking for their dogs and they don't have any dogs. Okay? We, you and I, have dogs. Okay? And we have all kinds of different dogs. That's true. Okay? We do. We have, uh, we have, you know, um, we have our our, our network, okay, uh, guys that we can talk to, hey, what's the bite like down south, or what are you doing up north, or, you know, and I've probably got, I'd, I'd say legitimate dogs, guys that I can call at any time, right. okay, or when I'm out fishing, I can, I can call them up, and I can say, hey, where are you, what are you doing, and they're going to tell me the straight scoop, okay, those are, those are dogs, I got you. okay, I got my tackle dogs. Guys you're getting your tackle from? Got, yeah. Okay. Guys you're getting your tackle advice from? Right. Exactly. I mean, I've got, 
I've got tackle dogs. I've Mike up there, real deal. Okay, Clint over at LMR. Okay, I need something. I need it right. I need to be treated right, and I need I need it now. Those are okay, your dogs. those are your dogs. I got you. Okay, I need rods. I need something built. Okay, I got I got rod dogs. <laughs> okay, I mean you've got your dogs. You know, like well, I mean I'm totally skewed. I got the whole real guy network. Yeah, which just totally freaking floors me because every time, uh, well, for one, I don't have to get the fishing reports and fishing information because they all post it ahead of time, like it's courtesy or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then had that little uh, issue where I blew up my engine this year. There you go. The old real guy network totally freaking they come through me out of that. They they come through. Yeah, people that actually care. All right, so the guys that. Right around the intercoastal or whatever, and they see me fishing, and they'll yell over, "Run that dog!" or whatever. Yeah. I call all of them my dogs. Yeah, those are my dogs. Yeah, and you know, client will look at me, I'm like, "Those are my dogs." Yeah, I don't know if they get it or what. You get client dogs. You get guys that you get guys that that come down. They fish with you, you know, regularly. Okay, those are your those are your dogs. <laughs> okay, everybody's got every. You gotta have your dogs because if you don't have your dogs, where are you? John Tedder probably uses the word the most. John Tedder may have invented, he may have coined the term. I don't know. I don't know either, but all I know is it's hard to have a conversation with him and him go two or three sentences without referring to the word dog. Yeah. Or, therefore, an uh, internet post or anything else. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. And I mean, like I got, I got you know, all this work that I'm, being, that I'm doing on, on my boat, okay? I put a pile of money into it, but I can tell you this much, okay? It, if I didn't have if I didn't have my dogs, it would cost me almost twice as much. I guarantee it. Okay, because okay. I get treated right by the guys that I treat right, and you can't have your dogs without being a dog yourself. Well, then I guess I guess part of having your dogs and being a dog yeah. is, is they know you're not going anywhere. So. They're, you know, they're going to make sure, one, they're not going to take advantage of you. Two, you're going to get the best service and price available. Yep. And they know that you're going to be back. Now, the worst thing is people that want to act like your dogs, but they're not really your dogs. Oh, okay. son of a bitches. Son okay. Of a, those, <laughs> those are the guys, those are the guys that they're fake dogs. They're faux dogs. They're SOBs. Okay, they're SOBs. Okay, those are guys that try and take advantage of you, all right? And they might try and glom on to you, mm-hmm. all right? But you're not giving anything back to them, okay? They're, they're not giving anything, excuse me, they're not giving anything back to you. They're not contributing. Okay, it's not a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you gotta, you, you know, those are not dogs. And if you're smart, you recognize them for who they are. I think that goes along with age. I think, you know, as you get older, you yeah. kind of sniff them out a little bit better. You know, like that's that whole thing where the dog goes up to the other dog and starts sniffing on them a little bit. Yeah. I just want to see, want to see where they stand. Yeah. See where they stand. Yeah. So. I mean, I, got, I had dogs, I had dogs that, that would come down to the Keys and fish with me. Okay. And, as soon as I turned around and I asked them for something, they weren't there. Oh, really? So they weren't really your dogs. They weren't really my dogs. I was their dog, 
but it wasn't real. It wasn't. It, they weren't real dogs. So the day online, I saw you friggin' post something about that. Uh oh. About the people that were asking for free trips after you've spent all that dough on your boat and everything. Is that the most annoying thing? Were you vent- you're venting a little bit? Okay. There? Was that? Listen, you and I have you ha- you and I have the distinct uh, the, the distinction of having been in the bar business. That we have. Okay. How many times did somebody walk into your bar that maybe you knew, maybe you didn't know them, but they recognized you and they said, Hey, Jeff, my man, buy me a beer. How annoying was that? That's pretty annoying. That's very annoying. Okay. Right from the get-go, when I opened my bar, all right, somebody did that to me, they were done. Put them on the list. Okay, they were on the list. Right. Okay. I mean, I had people, I had, I would throw somebody out of the bar for asking me for a drink, for a free drink. Dude, aren't you my friend? Yeah, well, you know what? My friends wouldn't ask me for something for free. That is true. Unless they really needed it. Okay. And then if they were your friend, you'd probably give it to them. It depended. But I mean, for but these the, artificial dogs that were looking for a handout. They're just looking, they're just, they're just, yeah, they're bottom feeders. Let's go on the earth. Okay. They're just, they're just horrible. Okay. They're almost down there where the jet skiers are. No, because yeah, jet... <clears throat> no, they're worse than jet skiers because at least jet skiers pay for their own thing. Worse than jet skiers. Okay. They, at least they pay for their own thing. I'd say they rank right down there with sailboaters. <laughs> Just make sure you offend everybody, Norm. I'm trying. Oh, you're doing a good job. Okay. But one thing about this, it's not Facebook or Twitter, so I'm not going to kick you off. <laughs> Man, what is going on with some of these mods? They're not, they're not, they don't have any dogs. I got kicked off of South Florida fishing again. I would say again. That, this is like the fourth time this week. <laughs> off of South Florida fishing. Oh, yeah, and you know why? So the admin is kicking you off. You know what? The Facebook. admin. It's not. It's not Facebook. No, or? it's the admin. Okay, so the admin has the admin's ass is so tight. That I'm sure he can whistle zippity doodah out of it. Okay? On South Florida fishing. Yes, Alan, I'm talking about you. Okay? And I hope you hear this. Somebody out there, please, let Alan see this or, or listen to this podcast. Okay? That would be awesome because this is addressed personally to you. Warsaw. I bet you just freaked out. I bet you're just I bet you're sweating just a little bit. Just because I said Warsaw. I get okay, so they have all these fish ID posts, okay? Okay. Then somebody comes down and they catch, they catch something. It doesn't even matter what it is. Okay, and they post up a picture. They don't know. Okay, there's a lot of tourists. Whatever. They don't know. They've never seen a sand perch before. Okay, fish ID. Okay, and of course you have a hundred guys that will tell them what it is, and then there's a few smart asses like me and Ryan Palmer, and I think Chris Molinay will jump in on that, and we'll tell them it's snook candy. Or, like I do, it's a Warsaw. Okay, so that's like the running joke, Warsaw. Anytime I post Warsaw on there, I get kicked off of the fish. You get kicked off for I posting get, Warsaw? I get kicked off for it. And then you go back. <laughs> and, then, and, then they, and then they take me out of timeout. But sooner or later, he's just going to ban me permanently. Well, in the real guy, in the real guy Lunker Club, they, they're constantly kicking people out. Are they? They're, yeah. But it's not like uh, I've never seen anybody get kicked out. 
Of course, then again, I don't pay that much attention. So. I never, I'm hardly even on that one. That one's like the craziest. It's nuts. It's a crazy school. And people think that like, that's me. I didn't no, have, I, I know had, they I do. I had nothing to do with the real guy lurking I know. Facebook page. <laughs> but they're constantly taking, like, if you just lurk on that page and they find out who you are, they just eliminate you. <laughs> but I think they have more fun eliminating people than they do actually gaining audience. <laughs> I think they're trying to keep it to just a select few dumbasses on that one. But anyway, it is an elite club of dumbasses, and I got to tell you what, I am proud to be a member of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I like the phases that the real guy Lunker Club goes through. Like right now, it's all about it's all about posting classy women. Okay, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but nothing. That it's nothing. Okay, but it's great. It's just good family fun. It doesn't have anything to do with anything, <laughs> which totally pisses people off. Yeah. Yeah, because they see that they see somebody has posted, so they get the they get the notification, they get the pop up, okay, what do they call it? push notification, and so they go in and there's a picture of like Raquel Welch. Well, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, I took a picture underneath the bridge um, at 17th Street one time because it was you know had like the neon and all the you know looked really cool. Yeah, and for whatever reason on that real guy longer club page they were posting neons neons and oh yeah 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 things like on South Beach, Lamont yeah things like that so I just posted it and was like it's like well I just seen everybody else posting it so I posted one so by the way what was the deal with the gold teeth that you found oh left the grill the, belt, the grill the grill okay and, and then you, you when you made that post I'm looking at it I'm like that might be the post of the year that was on, on my page <laughs> It might be. I, I for a minute I almost put it on Ramp Monsters. Okay, uh, I got kicked out of Ramp Monsters, but um, I I almost went in under my alias because I've got a second you know deal there, and uh, I almost posted it under that. But I think somebody probably would have come forward and claimed it. Um, okay, so it was it was on my big boat. It was last weekend. And we had like ninety Miami Garden specials on the boat. All right, so yeah, that's what I wanted to find out. So, so what was the crowd like? Straight ghetto on the boat that day. There was a reunion of Cell Block D and Chrome Detention Center. How many? That's what it looked like. How many people on the boat that day? Ninety. <laughs> so you had ninety. Now we're all ninety people, like people that might wear a grill. Uh, I think I'd say probably about ninety-five percent of them did. Ninety-five percent of them were wearing grills. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So then there's approximately 70, 75 grills on the roughly boat, on the roughly, boat. That day. Roughly about seventy-five grills on the boat, and it didn't matter whether it was dudes or chicks. It didn't matter. Now, okay. Now, for, for for those of you that don't understand what a grill is, just a, go to my page. A grill is <laughs> a grill is a a set of gold teeth. That False you, that you can put in, gold a, in, teeth. in and out of your mouth that cover your real teeth, so they, they actually like slip off. Yeah, like or it, or they're dentures because but the, the ones you found the crack has rotted out their teeth and oh. they have to have it replaced. So for how many? All right. <laughs> out of the boat, these are my clients, by the way. These are not your dogs. These, these are, are not my dogs. dogs. Okay. So these. So you, these. <laughs> Everybody that gets on your, your boat... I'm going to get fired. It's, it's all right. It might be time. Every person that gets on the boat, do you do you uh, 
Do you, do you uh, refer to them as a client? I, 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 because I, uh, I don't I, refer to them as anything. See, I refer to I refer to the guys that are paying as the clients. Yes. And the guests as passengers. I don't even I don't even refer. To, I they're passengers for passengers, all sorts of purposes. Right, passengers. And I don't. I pretty much don't talk to any of them. Like I stay away from them. I wear my mask. I go up in the wheelhouse and I stay away from them. Now, do those? <laughs> does that crowd? Do they want to get in the wheelhouse and like you know see? God the, no. See the captain. No. Oh, you're lucky. No, and then I don't let them. Every once in a while, somebody will knock on the door. What? <laughs> so how long how long has that boat had that kind of passenger list? Okay, well, let me tell you what. It's not just it's not just our boat. In all fairness, it's literally every charter boat in Miami. Okay, for whatever the reason, um, and and I you know, listen. Everybody calls them stimulus charters. Okay, and but they were they were growing before. It, it had been a very small percentage of our business before COVID hit. And what had happened was, is after COVID hit, all the clubs shut down, all right? And all the club promoters that would go out and they'd organize a bunch of people to go to this club, okay? And they'd act as a broker, basically, for the club, found our, our thing, oh. okay? So they started booking charter boats. That makes okay. Okay, that clears a lot of things up. That's where that that's where that clientele came from. They're basically mo most of that clientele are clubbers, okay. okay. Especially the bigger groups are clubbers, okay. So a, a great many of the charter boats that you see in Miami um, are basically the same. That's that's been supporting uh, the charter boat business for better or worse. Uh, for the past year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's starting to get, you know, it's starting to get better. First of all, the quality of the clientele is starting to improve. Nice. Okay. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are, a lot of people make fun of you and everything else like that because this is what you got and this is, you know, this is what your, what your clientele is. But at the same time, um, they're starting to get better. Okay. It's, it's not anywhere near as bad as it once was. Uh, the other thing that's happened down there in Miami is all of the law enforcement has cracked down big time because it brought a very bad element. And so what's happened is, is most of the marinas are no longer allowing uh, these charter boats to pick up and drop off. So that element has disappeared from a lot of the marinas. Sea Isle has totally cleaned up. I mean, it's really, I say totally cleaned up, probably 95% of what we had is gone. Okay, and it's becoming a respectable marina again. Okay, there are places, there are very, very few places where these these bareboat, uh, these demise contract charter boats can operate in Miami. And unfortunately, you know, they're starting, they're they're feeling the brunt, they're feeling the pain of it. And I say, unfortunately, um, it's really they've they've taken it, you know, they've taken a big hit because of this. Uh, but it's their own doing it at the same time for booking that type of a clientele with that. And what they do is they go in there and, you know, they don't have any real estate in their business. And we talked about this on a previous po podcast. Okay. Like a lot of the pontoon guys and they just show up at public ramps and they trash the ramps. They throw all their trash. Okay. And they take the boat, they put it out, you know, they take the boat out of the water. They don't pay their fees 
Yeah, well, it's the same kind of thing in Miami, although the boats are bigger and they're not all, you know, trailer boats, uh, but it's the same concept. They're using public facilities and they're, they're wrecking those public facilities. And the very few private facilities that are still available um, are starting to charge big fees. Right. Because they have to, they have to absorb the cost of, uh, of having to deal with this nonsense. Well, and, and then having that kind of, having that kind of exposure, is going to steer other people away. Yeah, yeah, so it, yeah, and and that's and but it's starting, but the, the it's starting to improve, and I think uh, I think it's going to continue to improve uh, as the year goes on. Now, as for the grill, <laughs> I didn't really answer the question. I went a long ways for that ham sandwich. Oh, um, so we got time. <laughs> One of the good things about the podcast, we got you time. Edit it. <laughs> well, I and mean, we got time. I mean, you know, yeah. It's long form media. Yeah. So, uh, at any rate, long story short, on the uh, podcast, too late, I mean, uh, the grill, and, you know, look, uh, <laughs> we were cleaning the boat at the end of the trip, and. And where was the grill? Where the was the grill, grill found? Was, the grill was found on the top deck uh, underneath. One of the seats, so, underneath one of the chairs. So do you think like the grill popped out and then the guy just couldn't like it slipped back in there and he couldn't find it? I don't think it was a dude. You think it was a girl's grill? Oh uh, yeah, I think it had to have been a girl's grill. Okay. Okay. Number one, it was pretty small. Okay. It was a small. It was a pretty small, small grill. You know, a couple inches. Okay. It was it was a small grill. You All think right. it could have been a child's grill? No, no, no. There's no kids on this. Okay. Okay. So it was. It was definitely. It was definitely um, somebody with smaller teeth. All right. Well, I, I mean, my guess is, is you know, somebody was twerking, <laughs> and it just fell out of their mouth. Oh, that's as they were as they were drooling on the floor. Well, and then also when you're twerking, a lot of the like those twerking moves. The ass is up and the head is down, so I could see the grill like I mean, falling boom, out right there just on the floor. Boom. That's what I think and happened. Then, and then with eighty passengers on the boat, God, somebody could have kicked it, yeah. could have hit somebody's elbow, and yeah. then wiggled down in there. Yeah. Now, did um, <laughs> then when you find a grill like that, do what do you guys have like a lost and found? You put it in. I don't even, you know, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I think it's still in the wheelhouse. So you guys are keeping it as like a, a, a souvenir. <laughs> Like, did you see like, the response? Like when you kill a tuna, you know, you just keep the you tail keep on the. the tail. Did you? By the way, did you see the responses on that post? Yes, I did. Everybody wants me to melt it down and pawn it. What well, did you get an appraisal on? Okay, the I should get it appraised. You should. You should find out what you're dealing with, because who knows? Maybe that guy was loaded, I or that lady was loaded. That. What if that's like a 24 karat grill? I doubt it. I would doubt it too, but I would doubt it. But. Could be. What if it was? I'm not saying that it wasn't, but if you saw the clientele, I'm going to say no. Oh, you can never tell. You can never tell what somebody's willing to invest in their gold teeth or their grill for that. Well, how much money would you invest in your grill? All right. Especially if they were just caps. See, I wouldn't do just caps. Oh, you would go all out? Well, I I would, I would. You would wait till your bottom teeth rot out? Well, I think both of my grandfathers had a gold tooth or two. Yeah. You know, um, they used to use gold, you know, to fill in cavities and that kind of thing. So now, do you know what do you know what the purpose of the of the grill really is? The grill that you found, mm-hmm. well, I guess, to look good. It's a status symbol. Status symbol, right? It's a tr- that, that now. This I'm not kidding. This is a, tr- a status symbol. 
Okay? It's a Flavo Flav status symbol. Okay. Okay? You got the big bling. You got the gold teeth. All right? That's your grill. You need to have the grill appraised and looked at. <laughs> did you take the grill and did you put it in like a, a cup of um, like I think it's peroxide or honestly, something? Honestly, I think it's wrapped up in a cloth somewhere and it's still in the boat somewhere. Do you think we could get a picture of the grill so I can... I posted it. No, but I mean, I want a picture where it's like on like a black piece of velvet or something <laughs> because I want to use it as... I want to use it as the photo for this particular podcast. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Because I, I was wondering what I was going to name the podcast. First, I thought I'd name it the Boca Bash and the River Trash. Yeah. And then I was thinking, well, Norm wants to talk about dogs. So I'd say I was going to maybe say, you know, yeah, yeah. the longer dog and his dogs. And then now I'm thinking. The grill. Yeah, I'm just thinking, Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's more about the grill than anything else, and probably we should roll that way because yeah. traditionally that's what we do: is we put stuff online, and then what gets the biggest response and the biggest, um, you know, most comments and stuff, then we do a podcast about it. And I have to say, the grill dominated in social media this week. The grill was really a hot topic. I mean, it was definitely trending. Yeah, it was trending. Yeah. <laughs> it was trending. Did you tweet? About the grill, I didn't. I, you know what? I, I'm never. I, I don't ever tweet. I'm. I'm. I am so. Well, Lamont. I'm so ass backwards on that stuff. Lamont's got a big Twitter account. I'll Does make. He? I'll make sure he tweets for you. Okay. Because there's no way that a captain can find a full grill like that and it not get Twitter exposure. It should. Now, I think it might have gone on Instagram, but I don't. I don't know. We'll make. We'll make sure it gets on Instagram too. Yeah. Now. See one like like on my boat. What's I, the most unique thing you ever found on your boat? Well, I'm just thinking on my boat. Like if somebody did lost lose their grill, yeah, I, yeah, I'd at least be able to put two and two together. Like I'd know. Yeah, there's no way. I'd know who lost yeah. their grill. Yeah. But to be on a boat like yours, where you have no clue whose grill it is, and at least on your boat, if somebody did lose it, you would hear it hit the deck. Right. Ting 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 ting. <laughs> well, I, I chipped the deck. Okay. The, the um, now, getting back to if I was to have a grill, okay, I wouldn't do the fake grill where you could pop it on and off. Yeah. Like like the one that one bad tooth I got in front here. Yeah. Now, if I went to the dentist and he told me that structurally it'd be structurally sound for me to get a gold tooth, yeah, as opposed to the, whatever they make. You would do it of, too, wouldn't you? Sure, I'd sport the piss out of the gold tooth. <laughs> I would sport the piss out of a gold tooth. Oh, man. And then who knows? It could be like the tattoo thing. When I got my tattoo in like 1987, call it. Yeah. Tattoos weren't yeah. real cool then. No. no. The old lady got mad at me. She yeah. didn't talk to me for like a month or whatever. Mm. So maybe I should go ahead and just go ahead and get the first, or not the first. Just but install it. Just get at least one gold tooth. What I think happened on this deal was I think somebody's and failed miserably. <laughs> That's what I think happened. No, I, I, I'm going with the twerking. I'm going with the. Twerking. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely, it was definitely, uh, it was, you know, I would definitely have to say that somebody twerking is what caused it. I think, I think, like, I think, like, if you're really twerking hard, like yeah, if you're really twerking, yeah, your head's lower than your ass, like the ass. Oh, is that's up, the right the way to twerk. Right. You, you're, you're basically, your head to your head to your ass 
should be about a 40-degree angle. I can honestly say I've never had um, any grown people twerk on my boat. Really? No. I mean, tr yes. Yes, really. That's amazing. Never. Not once. That's amazing. Then the percentage of trips that you're doing now, what's the percentage of trips where somebody doesn't twerk? That doesn't twerk? Right. No twerking. 15%. So 85% of the trips yeah. you're doing, there's twerking. There's now. some degree of twerking. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. I'm going to say 15% is a non-twerk trip. There was quite, I, Now, I didn't see it personally, okay? But I know for a fact that they were twerking in Bo Boca Bash this week. Oh, God. Like, Are you kidding like me? Like a that lot was of twerk, twerk central. But like the kids twerking? Yeah. I can live with that. I can live with the Because yeah, they don't know any better. And they're having a good time, and they're yeah. kids for crying out loud. I'm talking about thirty-year-old women, but forty-year-old women, right? Like, like if you have a couple of children, there's a chance you probably ought to like watch somebody else twerk instead of twerk yourself. No, I mean I'm not. A, I mean I can't make up the rules for what people when they're actually twerking or not, but it would just be like common sense to me. Like having a 14 year old there's a pretty good chance I shouldn't be the one doing the twerking no no you shouldn't yeah you definitely don't want to be a role model in that respect I don't think they were following that um, in Boca Bash I think there was grown women out there twerking who, no, should, sure. who shouldn't have been twerking oh well wait a minute hold on here's the problem okay I'm gonna say 60 or even 70 percent of the people who do twerk shouldn't twerk. 60, 70%. Okay. At least 65, 70% of the people who do twerk have no business twerking. They shouldn't be twerking. Okay? And it's the one who the ones who don't twerk are the ones you can say, you know what? That's okay. Let her go. <laughs> I'm just thinking, if you have a kid. There are hazards to navigation. And the kid can, you know speak and is old enough to have friends no. and all that you really probably shouldn't be twerking so you're talking about anybody over the age of about four on your boat it's called 11 but okay. anyway i'm just saying i'm just saying if you're a kid and you're twerking that's one thing that's one you thing. don't know what you're doing which when you're a grown-ass woman yeah and you're twerking and it's and, it, and the twerking thing isn't like um, it's not like that cute booty dancing. It's not that we kind of grew up with, or that you saw in the Bahamas. You know, just some clips of music, and you know, you got no, a little booty shake going on. That's not it at all. No, this that's is straight, not what it is. Straight twerking. This is straight twerking is a social statement. It's a statement about who you are as a human being. Now, on the boat, okay, and I've been fishing close to these boats. When I mean close, I mean within 150 yards. Mm -hmm. Are any of you guys getting pulled over for all the weed they're smoking on the boat? You can smell those boats going by a mile away. Dude, let me tell you something, okay? I've become militant about it, what okay? I have become militant about the weed on the boats, Okay, you got 90 of these people on the boat. Okay, you know what that boat is going to smell like as it's going down to ICW? I do. I've had bridge tenders call me. <laughs> okay, 
about the twerking or about the smoke? About the about the smoke. Okay. I had a bridge tender one time called me up. He goes, smells like you guys are having a great time. He did that on Channel 9. Okay? I don't know what law enforcement is out there. So you know what I had to do? I took the boat back to the dock and ended the charter. Because there was just too much. Because there was so much of it. Okay? And here's the, here's the problem. Okay? The problem is, is you're never going to get busted for that alone. They're going to they're gonna come up with another reason to come aboard the boat. Because every single boat has it. So have you, heard, okay. have you heard about anybody getting in trouble? Absolutely. You did? Oh, God, yes. Oh. Okay, absolutely. So, uh, and what happens is, is they, they board the boat, okay, and they're checking for something else, whatever it is, okay? Grills? No, not grills, because grills aren't illegal, okay? But they're, maybe they're looking for, um, to see whether or not the, the, the guy running the boat is a, is a licensed captain. Or they want to check and see how many people you got on the boat. If you're overloaded, safety, okay, whatever yeah, it is, safety, whatever it is, okay. Then they smell it, and that's something that they get to add on, okay. But here's the problem. So the weed smoking is an add-on. The weed smoking is definitely an add-on for the cops. Okay? Okay. It's for the cops, okay. And they're doing it, okay. So if you're out there and you're thinking it's okay to smoke on this boat, okay. I chartered the boat. I spent, you know, three thousand dollars for this afternoon. Okay, I'm going to smoke my weed. Okay, guess what, Junior? All right? Not on my boat, you're not. And I've become militant about it because I can go to jail. The boat can lose its license. Okay, all kinds of bad things can happen. So <clears throat> I've gotten to the point now where the client gets on the boat and I take the client aside and I say, look, we live in a different world today. Okay? Law enforcement is cracking down on all kinds of charter boats, including this type, okay? And we have to play our game very cleanly. And that means no weed. Are you more comfortable with them smoking weed or drinking alcohol? Well, I wish they would legalize it because I would rather have a, I would rather have a boatload of people who are stoned rather than a boatload of people who are drunk. Me too. Okay? Any day of the week, okay? Because stoned people, they just chill out. They relax, they eat everything on the boat, and they go home. Okay. And they may lose their grill. And they might lose. They might lose their grill. Okay. But I mean, if that's the which, worst of it, which is proven fact now. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but you know, look at the end of the at the end of the day. Okay, they're really not that big of a problem. Right. So I wish they would just go ahead and legalize it and be done with it, and so that we don't have to worry about it. Then you can just pay attention to the drunks. Then we can pay attention to the drunks, okay? But I mean, long story short, you know, it's it's more of a it's more of a hassle to have to try and guard against it and you know bring that noise down. I'll give you a perfect example. The other day, I had a hundred people, a hundred people, show up for a five-hour trip, and they had they they were so hung up on smoking weed. And I told them, listen, the boat's not going to leave the dock if you guys are going to smoke weed. You know what they did? They stood on the dock and they smoked their weed. And the trip, instead of it being five hours, was an hour and a half. They spent three and a half they hours, spent three and and a half hours, hours smoking. smoking weed on the dock. <laughs> Running around the marina trying to find some place to hide so that it could blaze up. Can you imagine being so... Uh, being so hung up on smoking your dope that you'd blow 
a five-hour charter. We're talking thousands of dollars. Grown people. Grown people. No, what I, is that? I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine that. But well, I, and, and, you know, I don't know. I'm, that's why I got you. And, here. and, and the best. Me. And the best part about it was, is the client was the one who's who. You know, I I counseled the client. I said, look, I said, we just can't do it. Okay, I can't. I can't have it. I'm gonna have to come back to the doctor. If you guys decide you're gonna blaze up. Okay, so she went and she did a great job in telling absolutely every person on that boat, "Hey, listen, if you're gonna blaze up, you got to do it on the dock." Okay, <laughs> do it where they can, oh. or go someplace else. You can't do it on the on the boat. All right, so so we're fishing. Yeah, in these boats that have 80, 90, 100 people. On yeah, or anchored up around us and mm -hmm. they're blazing and you know they're doing their thing a lot of loud music and mm -hmm. carrying on and everything there was twerking a lot of twerking mm -hmm. but um one of the things that uh i've been noticing is where these captains are anchoring up okay now the mooring the the mooring areas where you guys would would normally anchor up like by rickenbacker mm -hmm. okay there's two places. Now, as a captain, if the wind's coming hard south, then I would anchor up on the north side of Rickenbacker somewhere in the lee. <laughs> what I'm find, what I'm seeing, and I'm wondering if it's are the captains being bastards, like are they doing it on purpose? Do they not know any better? But that wind was coming hard south for like five days. Yeah. And those fools were anchored up right in the middle. Yeah. Of that hard south wind yeah. in areas that they were getting the exposure. Yeah. And the whole idea, in my, I always thought it, these areas where you, you'd anchor up and party would be to get it out of the waves and the wind. They don't care about that. They just. They don't care about it. And I'll tell you why. That's, the, that's actually one of the few, that's one of the least concerns. And I'll tell you why. Because. On the north side of the Rickenbacker, where you can anchor, is a place called the Marine Stadium. And the Marine Stadium is Boca Bash every single weekend. Without okay, there are that many boats that go in there and anchor. And you've got all your jet skiers, and you've got your little boats, and you've got your big yachts. And they all go in there, and they anchor. And I mean, there's probably, you know, 200 boats that will go in there. Okay? I, I watch and it's crazy. It's nuts. I watch that all the time. Okay. I watch that whole area all the time. So the big boats, guys like me, I'm not going to go in there. Okay, okay? I'm not going to go in there because you'll get somebody hurt going in there. All right, so it's going to happen. And the other thing is, is the cops watch that place like a hawk. Do Pete? Do, do you think any of these passengers put two and two together that that particular area that you're talking about is the closest spot you can get by water to the sewage treatment plant in Dade County. <laughs> I don't even think the captains know about that. Dude, they're like 100 yards away from the sewage treatment plant. And there's so many... Listen, it, it, uh, uh, a captain who's really doing his due diligence like all the time is checking for uh, advisories, sewage advisories. Doo-doo advisories. Okay, doo-doo poop advisories, okay? And, you know, uh, the city's really good about putting out those advisories. And they happen a lot, especially during the summer, okay? Uh, but um, they, they just, it's the same thing as the Lauderdale Sandbar, okay?
okay? Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. No one cares. It's just perfectly powerful swimming in the doo-doo. In, yeah. So do you know what the fecal matter parts per million is supposed to be? Do I know what it is? Yeah, do you? Because I got the answer. I, I, I don't. It's supposed to be under 70 parts per million. Okay. 70. Okay, because I, I uh, the only thing I ever watch for is is, is the is the advisories. Or like just if it's red or green. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what the fecal bacteria count parts per million they've been finding in the 40% of the areas where the water can't pass? 140 or 150? Something like that? It's like way 700. High. What? 700. I saw, okay, all right. 700. Ten times the Jesus. acceptable level. Jesus. Huh? And that's happening weekly. You may as well just go waiting in your toilet. I just don't understand how anybody... Just slam your fist right down in the toilet after you've used it. Oh. I just... If anybody listens to the podcast, spread the news to stay out of the fucking water already. Jesus. Unbelievable. Summertime's coming. Unreal. And that's in Fort Lauderdale. That's Fort Lauderdale. That's wow. the Miami Waterkeepers... Um, now, at, now, at what point do they put out the advisory? Who? Miami Waterkeepers? Well, or whoever. It's usually the city that does it. The city doesn't put out the advisories. And if they do... No, no, no. Who puts out the swim advisories? Well, the only one I know that put out the real swim advisories is the Miami Waterkeepers with that app. No, it's no, a swim no. guide there's app. Been, there's, been, there's, been, uh, there's been advisories... Out for years. You mean who comes out and puts out the sign? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the city has to do that every once in a while. But the sign should be up, well, well and 40%, percent, all the time. 40% of the area every single week. I'm talking about when, when it comes out on the news, okay, that there was a sewage bill. Because that's the only time you ever see those advisories. Right. Well. Unless you're paying attention to the Coastal Community now. Pay attention to the Coastal Community Network or the Miami Waterkeepers. The sad thing is, is you shouldn't pay attention nowadays because the amount of sewage that's going in the water is absolutely insane. But anyway, let's wrap up the podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Coastal Community Network. The Coastal Community Network that makes content that will benefit your coastal community. Hey, listen, I want to join. You want to join? I want to join. I want to join. How do I, how do I join the CCN? Go to the coastalcommunitynetwork.org site. Okay. And you pick the type of membership that you want. Okay. If you got a few bucks and you want the swag, you pick the executive package that has all the swag, which means okay. you get a shirt, you get a sun shirt, you get a t-shirt, you get a load of stickers, and then also you will be in the top 100 club if you join now because we're not quite at 100 members yet. But you simply go... Wait, to wait, 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 stop. We're not at 100 members we're not at 100 members yet. In this community? We're not at 100 members yet. On a positive note, we're growing by about 10 wow. we're growing by about 10% a month. And now that's that the, now that the number is getting up higher, it's getting up pretty good, but the thing is is one of the challenges that we're going to have going forward with the fight for clean water is preaching to the choir. You know that term? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Because the fishermen now are in tune Right. There's a, there's the majority of the fishermen are in tune and they're into some sort of um, environmental friendly nonprofit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and they're yeah. into it. But 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 that, the average the average goof isn't right. The average Joe, the average <clears throat> grill wearer, the average fool that goes to Boca Bash is not doing anything. Fort Lauderdale Sand Bar or cares club. Every single person in the Fort Lauderdale Sand Club, Sand Bar club. club, should be in the CCM. 
They should be. Now, maybe they don't know about it. It is growing by a 10% compounding rate. Yeah. And the numbers are getting up at a, you know, at an area where, you know, starting to make a difference. But the thing is, is we have to get more and more and more. We have to become the majority because the fishermen and all the nonprofits out there that mean well, we are not the majority. No, the majority are those fools that are at Boca Bash, yeah, yeah. those fools that are wearing the grills yeah, on yeah. the freaking boats, and these are the fools that are willing to swim in that nastiness. Okay, so entry level, entry level uh, membership, what is that run? $9.99 a month. $9.99 a month. Right. Okay, right. that's like a freaking Happy Meal. Right. What the fuck? For a Happy Meal. Okay, for one Happy Meal a month, okay, you can forego the Happy Meal. And you can be a member of the CCN. Right. Okay. We, now, what's the executive? Let's go to the other end. The executive is one forty-nine a year. No, a one, month. One forty-nine, and then nine dollars and ninety-nine cents a month. Okay, so it's 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 a it's up. It's it's a. Um, you get more swag, and you become what you call an executive member. Right, right, right. And then when you're an executive member, you have a lot of benefits. Um, then you have an associate member, which is kind of like in between. It's $69 up front and then $10 a month. And we use all the... I'm going to go out and join. Good. Because I want everybody to join. And we're going to use the $10 a month to create content that's going to educate and promote a cleaner environment and to help save our waterways. And I don't just mean pollution. No, there's all kinds of... Yeah. Well, I mean, there's things. There's things that are important to coastal communities. One would be this craziness shit that goes on at the boat ramps. The trash. The sewage. Government. Okay? Making it hard for your local mom and pop, the places that you love and the places that you want to be in your coastal community. Yeah. We want to support those types of companies. Yeah. But anyway, Norm, um, thanks for coming in for the podcast. Um, we're going to need like a really good high-end photo of the grill that you found? I'm going to get it. If it's still there, I'm going to get it for you. Please. And <clears throat> I also think it would be very interesting if you um, would get that thing appraised. <laughs> and we really want to know. We really want to know what we got. I got to I gotta see if it's still there. And I, I got to tell you what. If it's still there, I will get it appraised. But we're going to have to go live and do that. Let's bring it to the guy that... Let's bring um, it to... Has yeah. the jewelry shop on Las Olas that has a commercial. It's oh, just to bring in your watch. To absolutely. Get a, we'll bring in the grill. Absolutely. And we'll see what... That guy. <laughs> absolutely. If we can if we could find an even more upscale place, that that would be good too. But you know what? That's just as well. Well, he... That guy's like touting that he's on Las Olas Boulevard and you come in and he's going to give you an appraisal. Okay. We'll come in and see what kind of appraisal we get, and then we'll take that same grill, and then we'll go out to the Oakland Park flea market, <laughs> and we'll get an appraisal there. That's that's it, that's it. And you know what? If we decide we're going to sell it, because one of these guys might they might they might slip us an offer. Okay, that might be a valuable grill. Okay, there might be some value to that grill. So if they do decide to do that, let's see how much money we can actually get for it. Okay, because appraising it and getting the same money for it. That's two different things. That's true. Okay. I mean, we might be able to get a Yeti bucket out of this. Hmm. I didn't think, think about, about that. It. Didn't think about that. Think about it. I would, well. Maybe maybe even one with all the accessories, like the lid. Well, 
I'd be I'd be willing I'd be willing to make a fair offer on the grill. Yeah. Except they have no clue what what a fair offer would be. Well, that's why you got to get it appraised. Right. Yeah. And I would after it being appraised, I, I would be the first to give it a fair offer. Yeah. The only thing is, is my crew might have a problem with me doing that because they might want you know for me to split it. Well, they they can make a fair offer too. I didn't say you had to take my. Or we could. Or we could. Or 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 we could get a Yeti bucket, and that's. Well, you know the old saying: it's a lot like no free trips. Yeah. No free grills. No, no, you can't. And if you want a decent grill, you got to pay for it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. um, Thanks for being here on the Real Guy Podcast. I have no fucking clue what people are going to think about this episode. But then again, the best part about this episode is they're gonna they're gonna start and they're gonna start listening and they're gonna go. Where the hell is it going? And then by the end, they're going to be like, I still don't know where it Well, we left it off with getting the grill appraised. Let's keep it simple, folks. Anyway, run that dog. Run that dog. <laughs>